Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 37, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Miss Mimi. Jazzy, you got it on the first try. First try. I've been getting it on the first try a lot lately. Just trying to say, this is what we call in the biz, uh, character development. I'm very happy about it. But it is, as everyone is aware. Oh, God. We're starting off early this week. We are two days late with this episode, and we are very sorry. If if uh, Murphy's Law was a week, this would be that week. It is. It, it it has been so much lately for the both of us. So thank you for bearing with us. So we're coming to you late on Thursday evening instead of Tuesday evening, and both of us are just exhausted from the weeks we've been having but the show must go on and here we are and we are very happy to be here and we're very happy that everyone is here this maybe how have you been uh if 2020 was a week that would have been yesterday <laughs> if 2020 was a day that would have been yesterday for you holy like, crap like god i yeah no that was some shit our our message yeah just like so many car repairs holy moly god just like fuck now it was like your brakes your springs the fucking wiper motor everything suspension just breaks both springs in the front just like enough (laughs) man we're gonna just the broken no you don't need us you don't need us fam fuck right you know, like I was driving on that car for so long with those like that rattle. And I thought based on what I was hearing, you know, it sounded like something was maybe just loose and needed to be tightened. And yeah. then I find out it it's like suspension and I'm just like, you know, doing the, the, the cross on myself going, holy fucking God, I'm so lucky that I didn't like burst my tire driving on broken suspension. Like, fuck. Right. Literally. <sighs> Literally, though. <clears throat> And then in my neck of the woods, for me, man, <laughs> literally in my neck of the woods. So you've had a crazy ass week with your car and a bunch of other stuff. My week started with uh, I started the week by completely slicing off a fingernail with a hobby knife. And, this and is that why was we don't let little kids use knives. Yep. That's why I'm switching from hobby knives to hobby saws henceforth, uh, because, uh, fuck them and they hurt and they bit me and I don't like them anymore. So that's been healing up over the past few days. And I'm actually able to, I was actually able to drive today, which was wonderful. Um, and then to make matters worse, I was also on my period and that was wonderful. So all the things together, but, you know, I can't complain yeah. too much because this week, here's another yawn. Here's another yawn. We're going to play the yawn drinking game again for the first time in like 20 episodes. Um, 
I was able to get my hands on some really sick uh, Warhammer stuff this week. That's what's been going on with me. Um, if you've been in the server, which you t- should totally join us, you can send either one of us a DM or an email and we'll get you all set up. Um, I got my hands on a copy, well, the High Elf half of Island of Blood, which is the 8th edition starter set on some old, like a sealed, complete inbox um dark eldar raider model from the 90s and just a bunch of books and a whole bunch of stuff and it's been it's really it's been really hype here on my desk with uh, my mat in my little light and not my hobby knife because hobby knife is canceled but yeah no so that's that's been my week what have you done that's been uh good that's defied murphy's law that's Huh. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Oh, remember. Mimi. I can't remember. Oh, Mimi. Mimi, no. I did. Uh, Ashley art. in the chat says, "Yeah, you arted good. <laughs> you arted real good." So uh, in addition to music commissions, you're now doing uh, art. I do. I do the doodles. You do the doodles, and they're quite good doodles. Twice I doodled. Twice. Twice, twice, twice. Uh, so we're actually, before we get into the Patreon, uh, we're going to, I'm, I'm just going to say right off the bat, um, if you are interested in anything Miss Mimi creates, whether it be doodles or lullabies, please commission her to help out with her car repairs. That would be, that would mean the absolute world to me, but even more so to her. So if you... If that's something that would interest you, please hit her up because that would be super helpful in the in this time. Uh, Miss Mimi, we do have a Patreon. I mean, we do. We do have a Patreon. People pay for and that, you know. People pay for their names to be read and a bunch of other stuff. Goodness. Oh no, that's three, three or four, but. Uh, I forgot to copy and paste daddy's shout out. <laughs> I am a very prepared host of my show. Oh no. Please kill time for me. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have any bad jokes, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, oh no. Oh no. I got one. I got one. Do you know why, uh, um, they build fences around graveyards? Why is that? It's because uh, people are dying to get in there. God damn it. Conversely. Getting us with the parent jokes. Conversely, I can't be buried in a graveyard. Do you know why? Why is that? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Daddy's really insulted that I <laughs> that I've lost his shout outs. <laughs> okay, but I found it. So... I'm a very professional podcast host. Oh no, he's sending me a crying cat drift. He's so sad. I'm sorry, sweetie. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> we have a Patreon. And I'm a very professional podcast host. Let's do this again. Third time's a charm, just like this episode. In the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a name shout out on the show, we have Jamie, Melbent, Phil258, and Raystar slash Twinkie Fluff. 
in the $5 Kingster tier, which gets you a set of nude photographs once a month. We have AB Michael, Briah, Casa, Christian, Cloud Puddles, Damia, Juice Boss, Maxi, and Skywalker. In the $10 uh, fetishist tier, which gets you a video of yours truly a month, uh, that is Annie, Scotia, and Sarah. And in the $15 sinner tier, we have Daddy Gray, who writes... There we go. I had to scroll because I wanted to get it exact. Daddy Gray, who writes, Daddy loves his little jazzy very much. Aw, wholesome. Uh, we have Imp Wrath Kaneko who writes, shout out to Peekaboos for being there so I don't leak all over the floor. <laughs> Incriminating. And Joe. And before we go any farther, we have some announcements in regards to the Patreon. Rather big announcements. We do. You do. Um, we do. Let me go over to my other note here. So I've been talking to you and then some really close friends and then daddy and bouncing ideas back and forth to figure out how to revamp the Patreon as it is starting to get more popular, which is awesome. And thank you for doing that. But we've been trying to figure out ways to streamline the workflow and make it better for on our end as creators, but also make it spicier on everyone else's end as a patron. So here's what we came up with. I got three things for you. Uh, same tiers as before, but we're adding a new tier. And I'm just going to go through the tiers right now. It's still vanilla at $1 for a name shout out. Uh, Kingster at $5 for nude pics. $10 at uh, Fetishist still gets you your video. Uh, at $15, the uh, which is still center tier, the new reward is going to be you and all the other center tier patrons conspire amongst yourselves to decide what the $10 content is. So you decide what all you want to be put into the monthly video that gets uh, sent out for the reward. So you get to watch it and then everyone else gets to watch it and it's a good time. And then in the $20 new tier, which is called deviant, because there are some like super hardcore people that are like, hell yeah, fuck ton of money. Here you go. Uh, deviant tier patrons will have their name written on me for all of the video and photo content that we produce here, which is like, Spicy. Frankly, that I found titillating to me. And <laughs> James says sounds like deviant art. Well, deviant art is based on something. So those are new tiers. Uh, two other things. One I'm really excited about is a referral program. So uh, everyone likes paying for porn. Everyone likes free porn way better. How would you like a month of your Patreon subscription to be free. So when you refer someone to Dear Jazzy and they sign up, if they sub to your tier or higher, your uh, pledge will be refunded for the month. And if they sub to your tier or lower, you'll get 50% off, which is like, I'm really excited for that because it's just like, yes, get the good word of us around because I feel like a lot of referral programs are just like, Oh, 10% off. And like, nah, fucker. hundred percent off. Fuck you. Uh, and then the third thing 
is I've also enabled annual subscriptions on the Patreon, which uh, gets you a 10% discount when you sub for the year, which uh, someone has already taken advantage of that. And Patreon sent me an email. It's just like, this person subbed to this tier for X number of dollars. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Is that a mistake? And then I looked and it's like, oh, it's one of the annual subscribers. This is awesome. So thank you so much for subbing to uh, the annual uh, subscription. That is awesome. I'm glad that it's working. And for everyone else out there that wants to hop on that bandwagon, I believe you're able to upgrade from your existing tier and then you pay the difference. I think that's how it works. Uh, And that goes for any of the things that I just announced minus referral because that isn't through Patreon. That's like specifically a me thing. So just... Have the person you refer message me and say, like, this person referred me. And they'll be like, cool. And then I can give you a refund and then you'll be you'll be good to go. What do you think of all this fun stuff that we just went down? Sounds pretty great. Awesome. I'm handing you the talking stick because my throat hurts. Oh, it's good because I have an announcement, too. Yeah. So, one of our members of the server, Fawny, has been communicating back and forth with me. <gasps> yes, and that's we right, that's are right. we're going to run our very first Dear Jazzy sponsored story time. We are Brought very to you by Dear Jazzy. We're very aware that there are a lot of folks who are very fond of Halloween. And we're going to be reading uh, in several sessions uh mary shelley's frankenstein leading up to halloween uh every session we run is going to be about 90 minutes long so just be prepared we will be announcing the times at the beginning of the week uh starting this saturday at 9 p.m eastern standard time that's saturday this week september the 26th at 9 p.m Eastern Standard Time in the Dear Jazzy server. If you're listening and not part of the Dear Jazzy server, send me, Miss Mimi, a DM on Twitter, and we will get you invited so you can listen. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I've been so busy lately, I haven't been able to get all the details from you, so I'm hearing some of the details now, and I'm, like, even more excited I am so happy that you two were able to like figure that out. That's it's going to be so much fun and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, one, one last thing is I promised someone a huge shout out on the show for something really cool that they did. This is a shout out for, uh, the artist pumpkin maze, uh, for our anniversary Daddy got me a enamel pin of my fursona, Jazzy, and it is beautiful and perfect and custom made by uh, Pumpkin Maze. And in uh, the box, they also sent me just a ton, a ton of shit, like a bunch of buttons and other enamel pins and some badges and a couple of shirts and like just this giant and stickers and this giant smorgasbord of stuff. And I was just like, and I looked them up online and they did not have a big follower count at all. And I was like, 
I know how to fix this. So if you're listening, please go check out Pumpkin Maze. They are incredible and super duper nice, and they make great art. And their fursona pins are really, really cute, too. Uh, their links uh, are all on their link tree under Pumpkin Maze, P-U-M-P-K-I-N-M-A-I-Z-E. Their Instagram is uh, under the same handle. Their Etsy shop is Pumpkin Prizes. And then the Twitter handle is uh, Pumpkin Maze once again. So please check them out and give them some love. Miss Mimi, we are an advice show. Among other things. Among other things. Among a cooking show, among everything else. But on an advice show, we answer questions. So what do you say we answer some questions? That sounds like a question. (laughs) What about a good answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we got questions. That's my favorite Offspring song that you just sang there. (laughs) This first question is from Koniko Pronouns. She, her, the foul-mouthed Sailor Scout. Dear Jazzy and Miss Mimi, I was once told my, quote, foul language, quote, meant I wasn't really a little. What are your opinions on such thoughts? And that would be gatekeeper and the would be gatekeepers that have them. Oh, so come in close, come in close, come in close to the mic. Come, come in close. Listen closely. You know, I'm going to tell you a secret. Just you know, get closer, get closer. Fuck them. That is, uh, I hate that so much. Um, I have definitely seen this attitude online before it was just like little shouldn't be swearing little shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that pump and usually it's like this goes hand in hand with the people who say littles aren't allowed to have gauges littles shouldn't have weird hairstyles littles can't have tattoos and it's just like they put all these stupid criterion on on what your someone's own personal expression is oh my god so stupid I am. I was just cupping my face in my hands. I was double hand face palming. Uh, Co, do not pay these people any attention. They are shitheads, and you can tell them that I said that with full potty mouth because you you're allowed to say whatever you want and to express yourself however you want. And this person's a dumbass. Talking stick. Besides, cursing has so many fun utilities in. Age play and and all of the things that come with it. There's so Fuck many. Yeah, it does. So many good things. Why? Like, like you take away cursing and you take away half the good reasons for soaping out somebody's mouth. Literally, I'm just saying. Think of the children. <laughs> think of the adult children. Or if you're sadistic like me, you take away half the reasons for me to make them chew on soap flavored gum. <laughs> does that exist it sure as hell does why why does Be- it exist because Canada and from the land that has bagged milk that makes sense what's the next you. one it's the thing I'll send you a picture later when I it's 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 something the next question is from Maxi the Little Moose, pronouns he, him. 
<clears throat> As someone who's been in the community for only three years, all my interactions have been online, and I'm now ready to put myself out there more physically. I have a couple of little friends in my area, but I want to make more. While I realize this is going to have to wait a bit because of COVID, I'm curious about what are the safest ways for me to put myself out there to learn about the local scene. Do I have playdates with existing friends in the hopes they introduce me to new people? Do I look up a local dungeon, even though I have zero experience with anything BDSM? What would you recommend? Well, I think it depends on like what you're looking for, because the specific wording of the question is, how do I meet more people physically? And I don't want to make any assumptions about what that means, but we're just going to take this at a very like top level overview and assume that it's like meeting, hanging out with people IRL because discord fatigue and zoom fatigue are very real things. And it's so different just interacting with another human being, even the mundane things like saying hi to the person handing you your happy meal at the drive through. It's just like, Oh my God, another human. Haven't seen one of those since January. And it's, it's just wild. It's those little things and going all the way to like, not just like seeing another human, but like hanging out with them in the same space. That's, it is really profound right now. Um, I think obviously the safest way to meet someone is in, in, in this day and age is like do like a small, like a small only thing, not like smalls only, but like it's a small gathering where it's just like, you and then this other person and always bring at least one person with you. So you're safe. So it's like, ideally the three or four of you like apart from each other hang out because you also need to figure out like, what is this person's personal standards of cleanliness and hygiene and safety in these unprecedented times? Like, are they wearing a mask? Are they washing their hands? And then ask them like, Hey, how large is your circle of contact right now? Like, are you going out often? Are you hanging out with friends and family unmasked? What does that look like? And so really like, it's, it's kind of like the same process of vetting a potential uh, play partner is just doing your background checks. Really. I think that's like the most important thing right now. Uh, I don't know of many dungeons and clubs that are open right now. Uh, and if they are open, they really should not be if I'm being quite honest. And I say that as someone who desperately misses her dungeon. Um, if there was not a world altering pandemic upon us, I would say that a dungeon might be a great place to meet new friends, especially if said dungeon has, pardon me, all right, five people. If said dungeon has little, uh, friendly facilities like ours does. And then a bunch of other people's does not like just blanket out on the floor, put the littles right next to people doing bloodletting, but like an actual like thought out space for us. Awesome space to meet someone, sit down, color with them. Boom. Instant new friend. There you go. Um, but I think going back to like, just like hanging out with existing friends, doing play dates with them and hoping that, 
you know, that expands your social circle. I mean, that that's really how it works. And I, I definitely would recommend uh, you look into that. Uh, I'm going to give back the talking stick because I think that's what I've got. I think that's all I've got to say. So I agree in, in a whole bunch of st- uh, in a whole bunch of your points. Um, I'm going to come at this from two angles. First angle is like if we didn't have this pandemic or like when the pandemic hopefully clears up a little bit, just generally speaking, the best way to meet people locally is check out your local dungeons. Sometimes you need vetting to go to dungeons. So um, you're always going to do well checking out local munches. Yes. Munches is a fantastic way to meet new people. Um, you can, again, like hang out with some of your friends and, you know, maybe every once in a while think about bringing somebody new into the into the, the group, but keeping in mind things that, you know, things with COVID and things that are going on. So make sure you're safe. Um, and yeah, like, you know, there's no, there's nothing wrong with going and like meeting new people. Um, but you know, as Jazzy puts it, you know, we have a whole bunch of new steps to vetting now. Whereas like, you know, questions that I would ask potential play partners and stuff, for example, like, there's a whole list of questions that I would ask and I get some really good ones that are not related to scenes at all. Like what do you bring? That's not kink related to a scene. So now we just have a whole bunch of extra questions that we can add. Like what's your take on, uh, you know, how often do you wear a mask? Yeah. How often do you wash your hands? How many people do you kind of hang out with slash see on the regular? You know, what's what's your social circles look like? Because now those are questions about our safety. Right. So, I mean, if you're talking to somebody and getting that kind of vibe, you can go and meet them. My advice would be if you're going to meet them, meet them somewhere public, but meet them outside. And, uh, you know, make sure you distance yourself and just kind of hang out and chit chat. But like be just be careful. You know, it used to be so much easier to meet people, but um, priority is definitely going to be on your safety. Absolutely. You know, there are definitely ways. Just be careful, be mindful and take your time. Don't rush it, because, you know, if you're going to rush it, you're going to potentially overlook something that could endanger you. Absolutely. This. That's all I got. That's all I got on that one, too. Next one. This one is from Lizzie, pronouns they, them. Uh, uh, my turn. (laughs) Are you okay? (sighs) Oh, no. Like we said at the start of the episode, we are tired. It's been draining these past few days dear jazzy and maple mom of the north mimi i freaking love that that's stuck that's great I, i think it's really cute our mutual friend pudding the wonderful cotton mouse has developed an interest in latex what experience can you share with this kink or any potential interest of your own Potential interest of my own, uh, extremely high. 
<laughs> um, potential interest that daddy has also extremely high. Um, latex is such a good stim for me. Um, not only is it just like, not only is it like able to be like really like slippery or like really sticky, like depending on how like dry or wet it is, you can put a diaper underneath it. You could put a diaper over it. You could do all sorts of amazing stuff in it. Oh my God. You can have it set up with zippers and strategically placed holes for all sorts of good stuff. Um, I've seen like uh, fursuit bodies made of latex with like all sorts of like cool colors and everything. And if you think I don't want a jazzy body made of latex, you'd be dead ass wrong. Um, I personally would love to mix that up with some slime. That would be a super amazing scenario with like me and daddy just like slipping around and shit. Like that sounds great. Or on like a pool toy or something. Just like, mm, yes. Good fetish. 10 out of 10. Wood bang. <laughs> good. That is my take. Good. 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 Yes. What is your take? What is your experience with latex? My interests and experience in latex are few and far between. I don't know. I mean, it (laughs) it kind of... It depends on the situation. I mean, I got to experience being vacuum-sealed once. Ooh, how was that? It's a very strange sensation. Uh, that's really the best way I can describe it. It's just, it's very strange. Um, mm-hmm. It's very confining, more so than you would think. Right. Um, but also feel, it kind of feels like you have a second skin almost. Mm. which is a weird sensation. And it's even weirder when you get like a little bit of moisture between the latex and your skin. Mm-hmm. And like you can, you can't move, but you can feel the latex kind of slipping around on your skin. And it's just like, I don't know what to do with this, this sensation right now. <laughs> right. Is um, there like, is there like a satisfaction that comes from like being released from it and having that second skin like peeled off? I mean, have you ever worn uh, um, how's the best way to describe it? Like a corset? No, like like full body spandex. Yes, I have like borderline like wetsuit spandex. That's exactly what I wore. And you know how, like, the wetsuit just kind of, like, suctions itself to your skin? It absolutely does. And then as soon as you get out of it, you get all that rush of cool air on your skin, and it's just, like, this over-insane sensation? Yes. It's similar to that. That would be the closest kind of um, reference point that I could give it. That sounds wonderful. I'm here for that. It's 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 something I I opted for um, vacuum sealing without my face. So I was only vacuum sealed neck down. Mm-hmm. 
um, which just involves a, a sealant around my neck, which was an interesting thing. Um, mm -hmm. It was weird. Would do again, but it was weird. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. It's totally kinda, fair. And I mean, like, there's some fun things you can do with it kind of here and there, but, like, I'm not a very big fan of, like, latex pop. Like, that of latex mm -hmm. as it stretches and constricts i'm i'm just mm, something about that's, that that squeaky sound is so so good yeah like the thing that i don't like about it though is like when you can do it really well and if the room you know is okay then you're not going to be too bad but if the if if you are unlucky and things just get a little bit hot temperature wise it's really uncomfortable because when your body is sweating inside latex it's not super comfortable yeah that's what i've heard is that it is if if the room is not at a good temp it's just hell like and at that point it's just like mm, yeah get me out like think being really overheated and sweaty and leather pants no, it's worse. Ew, no. Oh, no, absolutely Cause not. Because leather breathes more than latex does. Y yeah. <laughs> mm. I, there are more logistics about this than I have than I initially <laughs> considered. Just make sure the room is nice and cold and then like, you know, a solid like 16 degrees celsius um you know a nice cool breeze almost like a um, like a late october almost Ooh, nice and then like should be okay it's not too bad yeah the only trick is it's latex is harder to work with cold so you know it's more supple when it's warmer so you have to kind of like have mm -hmm. it warmer and supple so you can do with what you need and then cool the room down so it doesn't get gross and uncomfy. Right. Pro tip, if you're ever doing latex play, always carry safety scissors so you can cut through it if you need to in an emergency situation. Safety first, kids. Safety first, always. That's all I got. So, cool. What is the next question? Uh, I'm lost. Uh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> this is from Jamie. Covered in paint. Pronouns, she, her. Dear Jazz Crew, as I know, Jazzy loves painting Warhammer minis. It's true. Ha I have to ask. Is mini painting a non-kink related hobby that is just enjoyable in little space as well? Are there certain hobbies that you have, depending on headspace, you can just way get in the zone while you work on them? Bonus question. Jazzy, how many Warhammer figures do you have? Tell us about your collection. Oh, God. Um, I'm timing you. You're going to talk for like oh. four hours about this. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Rude. <laughs> I'm going to time code that and tell Teddy to like, where's, hey, listen where's to the uh, lie, though. I, I'm going to be like, hey, Daddy, want to hear me get absolutely fucking spit roasted on the show? Wow. Where's okay. the lie, though? <laughs> 
it's everywhere. The lie is everywhere. Absolutely <laughs> everywhere. Uh-huh. God, Lord. Mm. Well, here's okay, the topic. Me... Go ahead. Mm. Okay. So. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so. I absolutely have enjoyed mini painting in little space before. Usually I have to go back over the paint the next day to kind of clean it up, but I am able to get a lot done still in little space, which is great. And then I'll be working at my desk and daddy will come over and be like, are you painting your figures? Yeah. Are you making an elf? Yes, you are. And just hit me with that cute shit and make me feel like I'm multiple months old on a good day. And it's a lot of fun. It kind of hits the same. It hits the same marks as like coloring for me almost. And that's just like good. Six. We're at six. We're at six. I am so sorry once again. But yeah, no, I that is definitely one of the hobbies where I can just sit down and just get lost in it. And I think that's also just how. I like approach that's how I approach things. And I approach games is I love a good, just grind. You can just sit down just grind away at like an MMO, like RuneScape or Ultima online. You can just, just sit and just like lose yourself in the numbers, just in the crunch and just let it happen. Warhammer is absolutely a hobby where you can do that, where you can just sit down with like a hundred models in front of you and just, grind through it for just hours and hours and hours while listening to Bob Ross and it's wonderful and I really love it um to answer the bonus question how many models do I have (laughs) oh no a lot (laughs) I have a lot um I'm working on building up my high elf army right now for Warhammer Fantasy uh eighth edition I also really enjoy sixth edition. Uh, just personally, those are like the two ones I always find myself going to because I enjoy the codices of sixth edition, but I enjoy the gameplay of eighth edition in uh, Warhammer. Oh, no, still in fantasy. Uh, when I was a kid and I was just getting into this is two decades ago now when I was first getting into Warhammer, I had a 2000 point Wood Elf list. And unfortunately that has since been traded, but I had a lot of like out of print metal figures in there that were just like awesome in the Warhammer 40 K side of things. Um, I play fifth edition because that is what I played and have always played and have stuck with playing. Although ninth does look really, really, really cool. I just stick with fifth edition and dark Eldar has always been just like the love of my life in 40 K I've got a bunch of the old models, a bunch of the new models, like the old Raiders look stellar when you put them and paint them similar to the new stuff. And then uh, I just picked up the fifth edition codex for Space Marines today because, you know, you got to have some it's 40K and you do have to have some sort of Imperial representation at all times because that's how the game was made. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Um to get that going and also play in addition where there are no primaris units that or, or stratagems or all sorts of crazy shit and you can still use the tactical pie plate that makes me really happy okay time boom talking stick what's the time 
you you got about three minutes, little over three and a half minutes. <laughs> three and a half minutes left, or I went for three and a half minutes. You went for about three and a half minutes. Okay, that's not bad. That's really not bad at all. Now, you, said, I, I, you said you could, you know, you listen to your music and you do your stuff when you you can just. Could, would you say that you could just lose yourself in the music, the moment? Absolutely. You, just you can never, totally never let it go. You can just absolutely get lost in the sauce. You got like one shot. Do not. And Eminem, you need to <laughs> li- stop. Listen, Enema Ma'am, you need to stop. With your, are you are you about to whip out Rap God on us again? No, no, I would never put any through anybody through that suffering. Are you about to whip out uh, Mom's spaghetti? Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. <laughs> but on the surface, he looks calm spaghetti to drop bombs, but he keeps on spaghetti. I think my my favorite part of that whole meme is what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes spaghetti. And when I was in my band, that is um, that was around the era that mom spaghetti came out and was doing its rounds. It's like a huge fucking meme. And fucking every time we had a good show, we would just like, yeah, good show. Yeah, that crowd went spaghetti and we would just lose our shit at the merch table. And then all the fans would be like, why are they laughing about it? And we'd be spaghetti. And they'd be this was at the height of the LOL. So random XD RAR era. So it was just like it was just right on brand for an emo band to be laughing about spaghetti. So that's a very fond memory that was just brought railing right back to the forefront of my mind. There was a guy that I watched not too crazy long ago that I think it was like either X factor or something or other got talent, but it was in France, I think. And uh, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, the guy's blind, but he played uh, lose yourself by Eminem on piano and then to it over top. And like, it's the it's no it's the voice it's the voice because it's the one where they turn around in their chair, um, right right like, right straight up this kid is so freaking good, and like it his performance was just insane, um, but like having a look at the uh, the chat here you know it's some uh, as you mentioned doll uh, mini dollies, um, mm. straight up though like I have a I, I know a couple people who go out and buy. Um, like not usually Barbies, but like that type of doll. Mm-hmm. And then they strip them and they redesign them into brand new creations, new faces. They do all the arts on the faces. They put new hair, new outfits, the whole shebang. And it's, uh, it is such a cool hobby. Like I've seen videos of like doll enthusiasts doing their thing. And it is it's crazy, and it it takes a lot of the same skill set as uh, miniature wargaming, and it's mm. so cool and it's so interesting, you know. An ex of mine and wanted to uh, do one for me of my Warcraft character way back in the day. Oh, cute! It never, it never got finished, but it was a thing. Yeah, that's really really cute. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Now I'm so. thinking about how much I would love just like a stuffy version of Jazzy, just a that's a husky, a blue husky stuffed animal with two different colored eyes of Jazzy. That that would make my whole life worth living. Listen, I sew, but like 
I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you make beautiful dresses. Like amazing stuff. I sewed a security blanket once. And that's the extent of my sewing ability is square with edging. But it was a really good square with edging, I do have to say. Miss Mimi, what is the next question? <coughs> Hello? Are you there? Are you reading chat right now? <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Jesse is really good at edging. I I mean, <laughs> I'm really good at being edged. <laughs> good okay, lord. So, <laughs> so if if you want to see exactly what the chat is reading or contribute to the chat, please reach out to one of us or email dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com and we will happily get you into our Discord. Oof. All right. All so right. the next question is from Jamie again, this time head, head full of static, she, her. And it reads, not to ask... Oh, geez, I lost it. Hold on. Not to ask another potentially deep question, but I've gone through some recent events where mostly due to reasons involving myself, I no longer feel comfortable exploring my own kink-related headspace. I am bracket was question mark a switch and I now feel uncomfortable with the sadistic qualities of my dummy spaces the vulnerabilities of my little and subspaces and have even gone so far as to being much more vanilla with my partner which I feel bad about as they have little feelings that I just have not been able to fulfill lately even if they insist it's okay how do I become comfortable with my own non-vanilla thoughts again, or is merely making myself distance myself from said thing is the best course of action. I'm worried about that ultimately causing more harm than good, but I'm unsure. Hence why I'm asking y'all. Y'all are awesome, and I hope Mimi is enjoying Crystal Chronicles. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, Jamie, thank you for writing into the show. I think what you are experiencing... Uh, is what we've talked about on the show before as Dom Drop. Miss Mimi, would you agree with me? Mm. Maybe? I mean... Because it sounds a lot like Dom Drop, like a scene didn't go according to plan and Jamie here didn't receive the type of aftercare that she needed or didn't know that she needed to, like, recover from the show because there have absolutely been scenes with daddy and I where he'll have, you know, really bad dom drop and he'll feel really bad about the things that he did. And there's, it, it's extremely rare. It's only happened like twice over the course of our relationship, but you know, it, it's a very real thing that, you know, that any dom experienced or inexperienced can go through. I, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. But that would also uh, have to include potentially subdrop because of the flip side of the coin, because they stated that they're in, they're not 
you know, feeling comfortable with the vulnerabilities of their little and sub sides. Right. My, I can't, okay. I can't possibly hope to speculate or diagnose what's happened or what's going on or why you feel uncomfortable. And my advice It's not our place to. Right. I mean, we can kind of deduct bits and pieces from the way the question is put together. But like my my advice on that on that particular portion of things is just like, obviously, you know, better than we what what's going on and what's happened. And usually when you go from being quite comfortable and quite, you know, okay with it to feeling uncomfortable and reluctant, something happened somewhere that kind of flipped that switch for you. And Mm -hmm. my recommendation is to really have a good think and some really good reflection on what that might be and why. So why are those spaces, why do they feel uncomfortable? What about them feels uncomfortable? Like what, you know, what are you reluctant about? Like, are you, uh, when you talk about being uncomfortable with your sadistic side, you know, are you uncomfortable because of the dom drop type things where you feel like a horrible person because sadisticness is pretty intense sometimes? Or is it something else? And like doing some just some very detailed like introspection on that I think is really important because once you've kind of you know figured out why you're feeling the way you're feeling then you can take steps to you know work through it if something happened with somebody maybe you need to talk to them and and resolve what's going on or if uh something just happened in your life that has just kind of shaken your foundation, then, you know, um, finding a way to work through that and put that to rest might help. And, you know, don't force yourself too much. Be cognizant of your spoons and be cognizant of where your head's at and just kind of take a, a step at a time and really try the toe dip method. Like, Now, if you're feeling like you might want to try veering into little space or veering into subspace, just like dip your toes in and just kind of take it a little bit at a time. There's no rush. There's no pressure. Um, I know that you might feel pressure from feeling guilty because of your partner um, being around and having their own little needs that you want to be able to fulfill, but you're struggling with. Just remember, you know, a partnership is a partnership because you work as a team. So it's something that I think, you know, is worth talking about. And, you know, you should be able to lean on your partner um, to whatever degree that, you you know, you two are comfortable with. Those are the kinds of things that, you know, you can work through together. And, you know, just one step at a time and just, don't put too much pressure on yourself. You know, you'll get there. Right. If if that's a place that you really want to be again, just take your time. Be gentle with yourself. 
and you know i think you can you can you know work back to it there's no magic cure all there's no um answer that i can give that's going to fix everything overnight um the best answer and the best advice i can give is really reflect on what's been going on and what the things that could be that have made you uncomfortable and you know what could have put you on that path and if you can figure out what happened and why then you can always take the steps to um put those puzzle pieces back where they belong yeah it's the best i got <laughs> that's the best you got and uh there i my best could nowhere near match that i think you nailed it that's just yeah perfect Jamie, I really hope that helps. Well, we really hope that helps. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I really feel uncomfortable using singular pronouns because it's, it's not just like a me show. Hmm. Oh, in the chat, she says it helps a ton. Heart, heart. We are glad. We are very, very glad. Uh, Miss Mimi, what is the next question? This is from Ko the Tooth. Desperate for a little adventure. Mood. Pronouns. <clears throat> she, her. Dear Party Pupper and Merry Maker Mimi. What are... Party Pupper. ...good solo outings for which littles who want to get out and have some fun, but also respect that we're in a pandemic? Huh. You know... Uh, mass trips to the park? Yep. Yep. Is that what you're going for? A little more specific, but yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, you know, I think as far as solo outings go, honestly, the pandemic has made that easier. Mm -hmm. um, think about it like this. Like, yeah, okay, so, like, you can't do things like go to the zoo or go to, like... But those are the kinds of outings, like, you want to go with more than one person. Like, it's it's fun on your own, but, you know, it's nice to go with, like, like one or at least one other person. So, outings, you could do things like just go for a nice walk, go to the park. Hell, if you want to just go and kind of, like, just flounce about in a splash pad, you can do that. You know, and... Well, that with, sounds great. With uh, the pandemic going on, like, solo outings are a lot easier because... People don't want to be around people. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can go and do the, you can kind of just do the thing, you know, and um, walks, splash pads, parks. Um... Mimi, do you know the trick that we used to do as kids where we would have like a comic book inside of like a real book and read it in the school library? Yep. What if you were to take a magazine or a real book and you put a picture book in there, then you can go outside and read under a shady tree? Yep. Could do that. Yeah. Or you could do like a picnic on the on, on the I, I almost said the beach and I realized that that is a very 
location specific thing. <laughs> and I, I, I recognize that I live on a coast, so not everyone has a beach. But <laughs> going to a place where there is water or just somewhere and having like a little picnic with like PB&J and goldfish and all that good stuff. Treat yourself to ice cream. Treat yourself to ice cream. You got like a yes, that's so good. Just go out <gasps> and just get an ice cream cone. Mimi, get a happy meal. Yeah. Get a, f- a flippin' happy meal. How did how could we forget? We didn't. We just said the, the quintessential little experience. I almost got a happy meal tonight. I didn't because they didn't have the frozen lemonade that I really liked. This year, fuck you, McDonald's. But I almost got me a dang old Happy Meal because they're so good and they're perfectly portioned and everything. Jamie in the chat says Burger King crowns uh, plus one. If we can all uh, use the colon this colon react for, uh, for Jamie because Burger King crowns are top and are very important to my continued survival. But yeah, no, those are awesome ideas of stuff you can do. Little, little solo activities. Did you have any other ideas? That's all I got. All right. Uh, let's do the next question. <clears throat> oh no! Are you okay? <sighs> yep. Mood. Mood. This is from Skywalker, pronouns he, him. Dear Jazzy Beans and Miss Mimi Maple Dweller. Oh, I dwell in the maple now. Sounds You dwell amongst them. Sounds sticky. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. But oh, so. Please continue. What's the question? (laughs) As a result of the quarantine. I've gone full basic and started yes, Shark Tank with my mommy. What is one product you want slash need that hasn't been invented yet, whether it be little centric or otherwise? I want a metal water bottle slash thermos with a sippy cup top so I can take my PSL on the go and keep it as hot or cold as the moment it left the barista's hands at Starbucks. There it is. I feel like those might exist. No, no, no. Specifically with a sippy cup or bottle lid. Specifically. feel like I can make one of these. <laughs> to get it on Shark Tank, girl. Why are you holding out on me? Sounds like a lot of effort. Sounds like a lot of effort. No. Uh, hmm. But one thing that isn't invented yet, God, uh, I would really, this is less of an invention and more of an innovation. I would really love to see the world at large, but more specifically the United States. Cause I'm, I'm trapped here. I would love to see us ditch, um, ditch uh fuel and gas based cars and fully adopt electric cars and uh furthermore self-driving electric cars and all the gas stations around the u.s be converted to electric stations and the only reason why we don't have this 
is because of big oil lobbying in the government. And I hate our government for that exact reason and capitalism for even more reasons. But that is what I would love is like a fully <laughs> Jamie in the chat used my trans commie emoji. I love you. Um, but that, 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 that is really what I would love to see is just like a road full of like zero emission electric cars that are all self-driving. And <laughs> since they're all self-driving, that means they don't hit each other. <laughs> There was a movie about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a documentary called Who Killed the Electric Car? I think it was like one of the I don't remember, I think it was California that had like this whole um, thing that they did with like specifically the EV, the General Motors EV1 and mm-hmm. like uh, the attempt to try and turn over as much or as many uh, cars to electric cars as possible. Like, fuck, I'm pretty sure um, Arnold even went and, like, converted his Hummer. Like... Oh, damn. Like, it was a pretty intense thing. But, like, all the EV1s are in the junkyards now because of... I think it was big oil and mostly big oil and specifically car companies. Car companies are really reluctant, like they're really reluctant to switch to electric one because electric cars are more expensive to make. uh, Allegedly. And two, uh, there's so much money in having car cars that burn oil. Think about, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the crap that goes into your engine. Think about all of the maintenance that you have to do on gasoline burning cars there's so much more money in gasoline burning cars than there is in electric cars um there's a whole it's i I highly highly recommend um the the documentary it's called who killed the electric car um it's uh got a whole bunch of like big names in it too like uh, mel gibson's in it tom hanks is in it like it's it's a it's it's a pretty hefty uh, hefty thing, yeah. I'm just going to get on my soapbox for a second because <laughs> everyone, oh no, dear Jazzy is getting political again. Uh, if if you if you're complaining about dear Jazzy being political, you have never paid attention to dear Jazzy. Um, I'm going to get on my soapbox here and say if this sort of thing pisses you off register to vote check to make sure you were successfully registered and get out and do your civic duty this November. And for the love of fuck, get Donald Trump out of the white house. And that is the first step towards, uh, crushing bullshit like this and actually getting electric cars on the road among many, many other important things like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Civil rights that are currently being trampled right now and uh, (laughs) not letting the U.S. descend into fascism. So there's my soapbox. Uh, We just had in the United States, we just had voter registration day. Please go out and register if you have not already. You can do it online in most states. The deadline is coming up, so do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. If you have ever fapped to my naked body, you are now required by law (laughs) to register to vote if you're in the United States. I make the rules and I also enforce them. Boom. Mic drop. Talking stick, please. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, Skywalker I... in the chat said hashtag fap for freedom. Jeez. Fap for freedom. Hey, um... Jazzy to Jazzy 2024, Fap for Freedom. I, uh, to answer the question, I want a collapsible adult-sized car seat. Yes! I was going to go there. I'm so happy that you did. Say more, please. Theoretically, it wouldn't be very difficult to do. Um, we don't need it to be, like, absurdly huge or anything because, you know, cars are only so big. Right. But if we used, like, a memory foam seat cushion that you then mm -hmm. placed on the seat cushion, your um, seat belt would then lace itself around to use as one um like you'd have to have some kind of five point harness on it so if you have your harness kind of hooked into the uh like you know how they have the hooks on the back of the seat for the for like child car seats yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you anchor your five point harness to that point uh, you use your regular seatbelt to basically hold the mat in place. You anchor the five-point harness on the mat to that anchor point, which is usually just straight up in the center of the back of the seat. Um, then your weight sitting on it will keep that taut, so it keeps the weight balanced out. Mm -hmm. And then you basically buckle in the five-point harness. And the way that I would do it, is I'd have the middle, like the part that goes between your legs pull up and then you would come down from your shoulders and go one, two, one shoulder, two shoulder. And then around your waist, you'd go three, four. And then on your waist, you would pull the other strands to tighten it in close to you. Uh, Skywalker in the chat makes a really good point. Uh, he says that, okay, I was just checking his pronoun rule to make sure that he was he, him. Uh, he says, I think it would also be fairly popular for certain disabled communities, especially for people with conditions that make them more susceptible to car crashes. And, you know, I was literally just thinking about that as you're talking about how there are a lot of products that ABDLs really enjoy that have a direct crossover with uh, different medical equipment. Like there are the original adult size cribs were for hospital wards and a lot of other things like adult diapers were made for adults who were incontinent. And there's a whole bunch of different ways you could approach this. But the idea of an adult car seat if you know if it were designed in a way that was very like aesthetically neutral it wasn't just like baby pastel diaper pacifier print just like all that stuff it could be adopted by uh people who could really use and benefit from this and then of course you can have the special super duper baby print for the rest of us but you know i i don't know that's a really good point thank you for bringing that up sky Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 
I I really like this. Oh God, I'm not going to read off what was just put in the chat. Good Lord. But um, in your car seat idea, Mimi, would I be able to? I really like curling up, especially if I'm like in that sort of situation where I'm like where I'm able to just like kind of curl. Would I be able to like pull my feet in under myself while still in this seat and be able to just kind of nestle in and nap and recline a bit or no, would my feet would be like permanently dangling down. They would be dangling. That's how that would work. Oh yeah. I mean, but what if I want to curl up? It's not safe. Jazzy. Ah, you're really not gonna not gonna like riding in my car. <laughs> okay, another idea. Another idea. Uh, feet swinging is such a littling feeling for me, and that's why I really like high top tables that I can set because my I can like swing my feet freely and everything. What if this seat was back at an angle, so no matter how tall a person was sitting in it their feet would always be kicking and dangling and swinging. That could be fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, Ashley in the chat says one thing that maybe needs car seats are immune to being kicked. Uh, Ashley, I feel like if you were to kick the back of Mimi's seat while she was driving, that would end very quickly in a coin punishment when you got home. Or what would you do to to a rambunctious little who is kicking your seat? Who are you kidding? I'd pull over and spank them on the spot. Ooh, ooh, kinky react. I like this. Right after I give them the lecture, I don't care who started. I'll finish it. <laughs> I was going to don't say, Ashley, pull this car around. <laughs> I will take your Burger King crown. We are not getting a happy meal. I will give you roadside changes. Not getting a happy meal. I'll just go to McDonald's and get something for myself. Ooh, cold. Want something for you, something for the other adult in the passenger seat, for all the kiddos in the car, but not them. You want you want the treats, you gotta behave. That's all there is to it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's the opposite of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Ashley thinks she'd be in the dry, in the passenger seat, which is really cute. That's cute. It's cute because I'd put her in the back seat, <laughs> if not the trunk with with Kimmy. No, I'd put I put like <laughs> I'd put like Bean Queen, you, and Auntie <laughs> all in the back seat all together, or like I just have all the littles in the back seat. If I'm really pressed for space, maybe I'll put somebody in the front seat, but I don't know. That's dicey. And my, that, that's real dicey. My my uh, trunk is big enough that I could probably even get away with hanging like like a sheep sized like hanging water bottle in the trunk. OK, like attach it to the wall so you can drink out of it like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I was going to say, you could fit a pupper back there. Oh, I could fit Kimmy in my trunk easy. <laughs> I was insinuating me, but that works too. <laughs> oh, Kimmy's a fox. Kimmy's a fox. And also, I mean, I when I visited... Fit, probably fit you back there too. 
Well, when I visited the Starlings, they said, you know, if Jazzy needs to go in the truck, in the trunk because puppy, that means Kimmy's going on the roof rack. <laughs> I just heard your roommate cackle in the distance, and I'm going to ins- put, I'm going to uh, contextualize that in my mind as they heard my joke and laughed at it. I really hope that comes up in the recording. <laughs> okay. huh, so we, uh, any other cool inventions? Mm, none that I can think of, because like, I, I don't know. Aside from padding that changes itself. I feel like I, I can't think of anything. I feel like I just go and steal like ideas from from Sophie and like steal her tech ideas and just make a whole bunch of those. Sophia's tech ideas? Like from all of her stories? You know, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. I would absolutely steal some of that good old uh some of the Mount Calabin hypnotapes. Like, absolutely. And the waddle waddle shoes I wanna say they were? Yes. Uh like so many good things. So many good things. So many good things. Me and it was funny because me, me and uh, and Sophie were talking and we came up with one that was like, um, oh, what did we call it? We called it. It was it was the beginning of a story idea that was like these people. There's it's a sleep clinic, and they you know people who are having trouble with sleep or whatever they go to the sleep clinic, and the sleep clinic slogan is like. When you leave here, you'll be sleeping like a baby. And, Ooh, <laughs> and AR trap. They give them the it's like a something or other sleep prosthetic or and it's just a passy, a specific child oh. passy that like initiates the 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 regression transformation. And mm-hmm. I mean quite literally, you'll be sleeping like a baby when I'm done with you, but <laughs> It was a, it was a fun story idea. I gotta figure I'm out what the hell that. that was called. What did we call it? It was like the sleep-inducing something, or I don't remember. Um, let me just take a quick peek and see if I can prosthetic. Quick chat. Name this invention. While Mimi's looking, name the invention. She says lunchbox. Okay, so we called it uh, uh, called it sleep, S L E E P, and I called it uh, sensory light sensory lightning energy extracting prosthesis. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. And it's just a pacifier, you know, because. So whole ass passy. It's a it's a dental prosthesis. <laughs> Ooh, fall, fall, fall. It's a passy. Hey, you know, if you know the the the, the logic is, you know, um, some folks who go to sleep clinics end up finding out that they have sleep apnea and they need to sleep with a CPAP. Well, here you find out you've got something completely different and need to have one of the sleep machines that's uh, you know, a dental prosthesis. Yeah, that's fair. You'll be sleeping like a baby that's when you leave. Hundred percent guarantee. Hundo percento. 
Miss Mimi, that's all I got for this question. And that was also the the last question of the episode. I should write got that anything story. else for me? You should write that story. Man, I can't do stories, music, and art and shit all at the same time. That's so much. It's so much. Just... If I can do the podcast, porn, uh, Warhammer, and writing an album. Listen, I think you we- and I both know that I don't take days off. So between everything yeah, that's else that's going on. It wouldn't just be music, art, and stories. It'd be music, art, stories, friggin' reading, story time, job, car, friggin', you know. uh, I was going to say, that's the big difference, is I don't have the the real quote-unquote big girl job. I've got that dank Patreon job. You've got, like, an actual job. Quote-unquote actual because yeah, there's a there's oh run, my god my run my daycare <laughs> yes yes absolutely and i say quote unquote because there is a whole fucking discourse on my vanilla facebook talking about sex work is it real yes it is no it's and just a bunch of boomers yelling at each other and it was just like i'm just sitting here in the back as someone who makes her money producing pornography you and know, kinky podcasts. It's pretty cool, but like Ashy and I were talking about like what it would look like and what it would take to open Miss Mimi's daycare as like a, a bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Cause like you go to all of these like pay for session things and they can they can get pretty intense and stuff, right? Like but like they're also like two thousand dollars. Right. So like if we make a Fairly soft, fairly like low-ish effort um, BNB type thing that is centered around uh, ABDL, age play, all of that. We can mm-hmm. do some very basic things, very general kind of activities, but just maintain the supplies and stuff, and you can kind of come and engage as you please. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It'd be, it'd be, um, a lot of work, but like, That'd be it'd, nice. it'd be pretty like laid back. And of course I'd have to do all the goddamn cooking. Um, <laughs> you can't go to Miss Mimi's daycare and like not have Miss Mimi cooking. It's, this is blasphemy. <laughs> so what I'm hearing you say is that you'll need staff. I might either that or little helpers in the kitchen and the ones who are not big enough to help with cooking a locking high chair. I mean, I suppose it also depends on like how big it is. Right. So like, let's say I'm ra- I'm raking in enough money to be able to run this thing and say, I maybe I'm living with a partner and we have a two bedroom apartment. Right. Sure. I could make the B and B literally the apartment uh sort of ish but then just the one bedroom is dedicated to that Mm -hmm. and then i can convert that into like you know a pseudo like soft room kind of thing so that it can be used for the bnb but it can also be used as a nursery when i don't have people Mm -hmm. and then like at worst what i'll have two people there 
Like, I could just, like, full-time just have people, like, come and go for, like, pretty constant sessions and have, like, my own, like, man, friggin', like, Miss Mimi's School for Littles and such. It's like X-Men, but for babies. Hear me out. Hear me out. You know how people... They get off work, they clock out, they're tired. They go to the they go to their favorite bar, they hang out for a little bit, then they go home, right? Mm. What if you had drop-in available where someone could just like come in after a hard day's work, relax with some cartoons and some coloring, and then they kind of get sent on their way. Drop-in little space pays extra for you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be perfect gonna need a bigger house you could need a bigger house but if you did go full-time with this you know that could be cool i could run miss mimi's finishing school for babs <laughs> finishing school or miss mimi's starting school <laughs> forget so. forget finishing we're starting over <laughs> is that not the goal of most age regressors <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, Miss Mimi, as always, it is so much fun doing the show with you. Thank you to the chat for always hanging out with us and being super interactive. Uh, Miss Mimi, please plug your stuff. So I dig it. Miss Mimi's starting school second time's the charm. I dig it. I like it. Uh, that's like a that's like a my brother, my brother and me esque <laughs> title. I have been your co-host, Miss Mimi. And you can find me on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash Miss Mimi's Lullabies. Please hit me up if you want some kind of commission at all. Uh, it will help me pay for my car, but honestly, there's no pressure. Um, if you can't, uh, I would super duper appreciate it. If uh, you follow me on Twitter, just, you know, I'm going to make a status about it probably in the next few days. If you don't mind just sharing that, getting the word out, that'd be super sweet too. Uh, I appreciate all the help. I can get um, and then you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com backslash Belnacht that's B-E-L-L-E-N-A-C-H-T uh, hit me up or if you're in the discord server my DMs are always open I'm you know server mom has its perks you're the mom durator of the server oh god <laughs> All right. And then I have been Jasmine Starshine. Uh, you can find me online. I did change up my ads. Uh, so it's Lil Jazzy Baby on Twitter. This time it's spelled exactly like it is in the show. L-I-L-J-A-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-B-Y. Uh, Instagram, which I don't really use a whole lot anymore, uh, at uh, Lil Princess Jazzy with underscores. Uh, Discord, uh, you can... Always DM me on there. It's Jasmine Starshine 0001. Uh, Twitter is usually the best place to get a hold of me uh, if you want to get added into the server. If you want to contact the show directly, that's dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I think before I do the last but not least, the second but last but not least is please, please, please don't only support the Patreon. 
with our new referral program and the annual subscription. But also please support Miss Mimi's lullabies. She could really, really use it. And with that said, now we can say, last but not least, Dear Jazzy's and at oddswithgod.com production, visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. You can find the Patreon there. You can support that to get some lovely porn of yours truly and support the ongoing production of the show and hear more stuff just like this. I have been Jasmine Starshine. And I have been Miss Mimi. Don't forget Camp Buddy, Jazzy. (gasps) Camp Buddy! Yes. (laughs) Camp Buddy is a wonderful erotic gay visual novel developed by BL It's Games and you can check that out on at oddswithgod.com slash camp buddy and you can use my creator code dear jazzy for a slick 10% off it's a great game I've been meaning to stream it more in the server but please check it out to support the show and to get your rocks off and last but not least I have been Jasmine Starshine and I have been Miss Mimi Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Uh, Bye-bye. Craig, get the fuck out. This is so much effort, literally, to be able to recline in my desk chair. (laughs) All right, how do I sound? Crackly. Are you sure that wasn't the crinkling that just was exhibited? You sound better now.